0: Oh, thank you very much, Bridget, um, for your invitation here. Um, it's not good for my nerves, but it's good for my recovery. So, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm Sigrid, uh, I am an addict. Um, I live in Belgium. I see that I uh, logged in with a free thinking IPAN account, but my name is actually Sigrid and um, I'm living in Belgium. And um, I really like these meetings, the tasnua meetings, and I wish I could be more around in these rooms, uh, but I'm pretty busy lately. So I hope in the future, I will be more in these meetings. Um, anyhow, um, yeah, I am an addict amongst a lot of other problems. Um, that's why I uh, am in different, in many different fellowships, but I uh, prefer the secular ones. And, of course, our own pen i pen meetings um, I am in recovery now for almost a year in two weeks, I will be a year sober, and um that's the longest time I ever uh, reached in my life to uh, being sober since I drank my first alcohol um my, I don't like to talk a lot about my childhood because it's still confusing for me. Uh, I do have not many memories about my childhood, and um, some uh, say that it's maybe because I don't want to remember some things, but I'm not sure if that's um, the right reason. Um, uh, a few things that happened in my childhood explains to me a little bit the insanity that I got into. and. Um, that was important for me to understand that because it was a little bit um, a start for me to forgive myself, that not everything that happened in my life was my choice or was my decision. Um, The first three years of my life, I lived um, with my grandparents and um, my grandmother was a really loving, warm person. And she raised me the, three, the first three years, and at the age of three, I had to move to my parents' place, and that was completely the opposite. My mother was, um, at that time, a mentally ill person. She was emotional, not available, and it was really difficult um, in primary school. I have a few memories from primary school, of course. The the moment that I had to switch from my per- my grandparents to my parents' place, I don't remember that because I was only three years old. Um, there has been told to me that it probably had a big impact on me and because uh, at that age, you're not um, capable of uh, reacting rational because your rational brain is not developed yet, um, you react um, really only emotional, out of the limbic system. So, maybe when i get triggered when i got triggered later in my life that was maybe the reason why i reacted on the on rejection especially Um, really really emotional Um, but anyhow um the years that i um spent at my parents house um what i remember about it is especially the time that i was at school and the friends i had at school i don't have many memories uh, being at home I know my father was um, actually um, protecting me against my mother's behavior. Sometimes she could be aggressive. um, And from the moment my father came home from work, my my mother uh, calmed down and then I felt more safe. But then at the age of 13, my father took the decision to start traveling for his work and he stayed away for years. We didn't have many contact with him. Or I didn't have many contact with him. I don't know whether how my brother or mother um, contacted him. I don't. I I don't. I know a little about all these times. And um, what I do remember, of course, is uh, the day that my father left. And I also remember that the day after that I started smoking, and shortly after that, I started drinking. And instead of um, being busy with my own development, with um, forming my own identity the only thing that i did that i can remember was searching for that one person that was going to give me that one thing to survive this world i don't even know what the thing was i was i know that i missed something and that i started searching for it and that i always had to be i always had to have a best girlfriend or when I started getting interested in boys that I always had to be in, in a relationship. And from the moment I broke up with someone, my whole world collapsed and I started binge drinking and I even did suicidal attempts when I was younger. And I know everybody has heartbreak feelings, but the way that I on it was not really healthy. I started destroying myself from the moment I got rejected or from the moment someone left me um and uh it was um i don't have many good memories about that periods but everything changed the day that i met my husband Um, since that day i um i seemed to calm down and i seemed to feel safe um I started functioning. I um, went to university. I I finished my studies. I got married. I got four children. I got a nice job. Um, I got everything that one can wish. Um, The only thing that maybe was a little bit um, less pleasant is that my um, husband was not really faithful to me. He uh, was seeing other women. And I was aware of that but it seemed not to bother me too much. I just ignored the fact, I don't know, but I was okay with it. Until one day I found a message on his phone and I realized and it was really clear that he was emotionally attached to this woman more than he was to me. And that day my world everything collapsed and and everything turned black you know it was so sudden it was like and i still remember that day and from that day on i um i can only say that i was i was surviving i was not living anymore and this pain kept um going with me I, i couldn't deal with the pain i was sad every day i was starting to develop all kinds of coping mechanisms I was starving myself at first uh, working really hard even working out a lot um um, I was really exhausted after a few years of course Um, and I remember from the moment that I didn't have any responsibility I started drinking and once I started drinking I didn't stop I drank myself to a blackout. My husband used to call the ambulance. I got uh, to the hospital and next day I woke up. I stood up and I got back home and started all over again. And um, that was the last years of my marriage. So that was um, a horror, you know? And um, after four or five years, um, I got the courage to get out of the house um my husband used to give me alcohol and that's the part that i'm struggling with to forgive him you know i had no control anymore and he used to give it to me because maybe he wanted to get rid of me i don't know but that's the part i really struggling with um and i still feel anger yeah i still feel uh, resentment there um But shortly after I left the house, I also left the children with him because I I knew I was not capable of taking care of them. And um, it didn't take long before I ended up in a hospital again. Um, Of course, being uh, alone, I couldn't deal with that. And um, there was another suicidal attempt, um, but uh, I got through it. and they kept me in the hospital. I, could, I was not even allowed to, to leave the hospital and I stayed there a few months, but I was resisting any therapy. I didn't want any therapy. I didn't want um, to go in recovery. Um, it I was not interested and I just was sitting there. The time I had to sit there. Um, um, so every time I got her, I could go home. I just start drinking again, and um, and then I met a guy in in, in there. He was also an addict, um, the same similar problems that I had. And of course, that feels so safe, and that, uh, and I was really in love with that guy, you know. And you come out of a of a marriage where there was no love involved, and then someone suddenly gives you this love and. Yeah, but it, it felt it felt like a fairy tale, and that's re, that's I understand now that that was really dangerous for me, and that was um, the thing that kept me from uh, my recovery. And um, one day I probably realized that, and that's when I decided to go to a, a rehab in, in um, far away from my country, so I could get away from him and from. Um, all the other problems I created, the chaos that I created and um, just to give me some time to work on myself. And um, that was the first time I really started to look at myself and look at reality. Actually, it was terrible. It was really terrible. It was really painful. But I was also introduced to the 12-step program uh, at that place. And at first I was really skeptical. I thought it was a bit of crap and uh, I didn't want to listen to it. So I was going to the meetings, but not listening. Um, but uh, finally, I just started reading about the program and uh, I started reading the literature about uh, recovery, about codependency, about all kinds of stuff and I realized that um, this was the way that was going to help me and um, I came home too soon, you know, I was um, not long enough in rehab and and the chaos was too big to deal with and I had a few uh, difficult moments and that was in 2020 that was uh, together with the lockdown and uh, I had my, my relapses. But uh, almost a year ago, something changed, I guess, um, was after my first relapse, um, uh, after my uh, last relapse, I'm sorry. And um, the first three days are always terrible. You know, you come out relapse, you feel ashamed, you're craving, you're physically exhausted, um, your place is a chaos, uh, it's it's terrible. And the third day was all, almost uh, always the, the worst day for me. It's all, all and. This time, I really said to myself, I want to get through this day. And I managed to get through it. And um, next morning, I woke up. And I and I thought, if life is like this, if I have days like this, I don't want to live anymore. These cravings are so terrible. These days are so painful. I don't want to ever feel that again. And yeah, that gave me not not a lot of choices you know that was the only choice that i had not to have days like that anymore was not drink anymore and it worked and i also um thought like if you stay sober um i'm sure that every day one at least one thing good is gonna happen to you if you stay sober, and I start writing, I was all—I've always been a writer—and and I started writing my diary. And I was focusing on on different things now, the good things that happened, and of course, every day I found something good, and more than one thing, amongst some ten, amongst some difficult things, emotional things. I had difficult days, but I never had a craving like that anymore. Not once, I had some cravings, but they were not that terrible. They passed after a few minutes. And some call that a spiritual awakening. I don't know. It's not that God came to me. I didn't see a white light. I didn't feel like a higher power was pulling me out of my addiction. And that's not what I experienced. I think I just... um, um, what happened was an entire psychic change. That happened. and But I believe that I created that myself just by changing my thoughts, by focusing on, on other stuff than my misery and the resentments and, and my obsessive thinking. I just stopped it myself. And um, from that day on, The good things came to me you know also difficult things i was i was still dealing with my divorce but i could go to court and and be confronted with my ex-husband and i stayed calm and it was all so different i experienced everything so different and it was even easy to stay away from the substances that was not that was not difficult and what i struggled the most with was staying away from my ex-boyfriend because until this day i still have feelings for that man but it needs to flow out (laughs) it's not going to stop suddenly i know that because it was it was too heavy you know it was um yeah i've never loved someone like that i've never felt like that before so it needs to it to to get away from me slowly. And I don't um, beat myself up for it, that I'm still thinking about him. It is there, the thoughts are there, they're not that painful anymore, but uh, I feel sad about it, that I had to leave him, especially because I had to leave him in addiction, in active addiction, and I know he's suffering, you know? I, um, I know how he's feeling, and that's uh, what bothers me. But anyhow, it's not overwhelming my days anymore. Um, And um, together with changing my whole thoughts and and, and behavior, I also created an environment around me that was nice for recovery and good for recovery. And that's just um, keeping contact with the right people. Um, Like they say in the program, stick to the winners. I went to meetings, I, uh, I got to know people online, but I also went to face-to-face meetings. I, I only have traditional meetings around here because we don't have secular meetings, but that's okay. I um, I just take out of these meetings that's helpful for me and I get to know people in recovery. And um, that's, uh, that's really nice. Um, so because of my addiction, I actually lost everything. I, I just... Um, gave up on my children, and I left my house, and, and of course my marriage was finished. So I ended up with nothing, and in a year of time I achieved just to get myself a place, a big place, where my four children, can they have a bedroom, all of them, <laughs> in that place, so it's a good place. And I can start working again. So in one year of time, the practical things are okay. Of course, the emotional part is going to take much longer than that. But it's getting better every day. It's getting better every day. I feel calm and I feel um, content. Um, I'm grateful to be a mother. The relationship with my children uh, is good. It's uh, really good, maybe even better than before. And um, we are talking a lot about my problems and they can talk about their problems all the time. Um, I see some behavior I have at that age and that's um, yeah, sometimes scary, but uh, I'm so grateful that that I can talk about it with my children because I didn't have that opportunity when I was a teenager. I couldn't turn to my parents with that kind of problems um so i hope i can um i can be there for them in a way they need they need it to develop a uh, a good personality or a stable personality you know um but uh yeah so i'm really grateful and that's it and um um that's me after one year in sobriety and it's um it's a totally different person than a year ago with uh, maybe some of you saw me coming to the meetings and i was uh, a really uh shy person not talking too much um i'm still um like to listen more than talk but um i do share and sometimes it's a little bit forced but i do share when i <laughs> when i have my problems i uh, talk about it and that's really helpful so um and I'm also still reading about um, about uh, the program, about this 12-step program. And you have so much literature about it. And I'm learning, uh, I'm learning a lot. I'm only following a little therapy for to deal with my, my childhood, but I do it on my time. And it, when I'm feeling good and I don't feel to like going to this therapist because she's maybe gonna bring up some bad feelings, I just call her and I said, not today. I have a good day, I'm feeling good today and I don't wanna go back to my childhood today. So let me feel good. And um, the meetings are um, really, really helpful for me. Um, also this Tasnua meetings, I had days that I was really desperate and I turned my computer on and logged in a TASNOA meeting and that helped me through several days. So I want to thank all of you for that because Many of you were there at that at that moment, so um, thank you very much for listening and um, I wish you all the best.